Hey guys, to be successful in property investing or anything, you know, you need to put in energy and time. Energy and time seem finite. You know, we never seem to have enough. So how can we hack this equation? We can hack this equation through the use of a force multiplier. Stick with me, I'm going to get to the content in a sec. A force multiplier, you know, these are tools that help you amplify your effort to produce more output, like a hammer. A hammer is a force multiplier. Investing in force multipliers means that you'll get more done with the same amount of effort and time. Like, clearly, a hammer will allow you to achieve better results than without a hammer. You know, most people try to get more results by working more hours and optimizing their bodies to get more energy. This works, and like, yeah, you should totally do it, but it reaches a limit, you know, based on obviously biological uh, thresholds, you know, of our of our humanity, of our human system. And once you get to that limit, you know, that's when you need to start playing with force multipliers. And one of the most powerful force multipliers I know is holding multiple assets that generate income and growth. You know, stick with me here. Most of us are taught, especially from, you know, a, let's say a South Asian or Asian, generally speaking, background, or most parts of the world, actually, I, I could say, you know, we're taught that we should study really hard in school, and then, you know, get a really good degree at university or TAFE or whatever the case may be, work really hard, nine to five or nine to nine, you know, get married, have kids, get a mortgage, and just spend the rest of our lives getting really, really good jobs, getting a promotion after promotion, working up the corporate ladder or whatever ladder you're on, and just slowly hacking away at that mortgage to have hopefully paid it off by 60, 65, 70, at which time you're meant to be living your best years. But really, you know, everyone knows your best years aren't in your 60s or 70s necessarily. This equation just doesn't work. And it's rooted in this misconception that saving and working really hard and getting one mortgage and paying it off, that is the secret or that is the pathway to wealth. That is a colossal hoax. You know, we're seduced by society to believe this, but anyone who believes this and implements this is someone who doesn't actually get ahead, right? So in this episode, I'll be talking about something very, very useful. It's called a force multiplier. It's called how to not get stuck in a 30-year mortgage, instead paid off earlier and be left with passive income. These aren't pipe dreams, guys. We'll go through some concepts, some numbers. Stick with me. May not be for everyone, but, you know, give yourself a chance. Do yourself a favor and at least try to understand it because if you do, then something might click in your mind and you might think that, you know, all my limiting beliefs, all the cultural marination that my mind has been dwelling in because of my upbringing and association, actually, there's a better way to live life financially. All right, so I hope you guys get a bunch of value. Welcome to the Oz Property Investment Mastery Podcast. My name is PK and I help busy people build passive income by buying top 5% growth 
and cash flow property and build a portfolio using data without wasting months doing research, spending weekends at inspection or catching flights, or dropping ten to twenty thousand dollars on buyers agents every single time. So if you're confused, lack confidence, and just overwhelmed with all the information and marketing misinformation available online and don't know where to start, then this show is for you. I had a client call uh, with a potential client um, a few days ago, really nice guy, and he was actually wanting to to start um, accelerating his property portfolio. He already had one property um, in Brisbane, but he wanted to, to really get a, a six-figure passive income and, in his own words, uh, a seven-figure net wealth um, position in five to ten years time seven seven figure means million dollars plus and he wanted more than five million dollars of net wealth in in around ten years time with a six figure income a passive income so when I was hearing that I was thinking oh boy this is a bit of a challenge but you know I'm all, all one for taking a challenge so you know we we got through the call and I was asking him a whole bunch of questions just to see if he was right whether we would we would work together in a good way um, whether we were a good fit, you know, all the standard stuff that I do. And at the end, he decided not to go ahead, which is his prerogative, and I respect that. But the reason he decided not to go ahead, and, and look, with all due respect as well, it's a very personal decision. The reason he decided not to go ahead was because he already had one investment property, but it wasn't paid off. Okay, so he had only paid 20 or 30% of that investment property off. And his rationale for not wanting to buy the second or third or fourth property and really accelerate towards his goal of passive income and net wealth was that he hadn't paid his first property off. Now, I know from just uh, that sample, um, you know, you can judge the, the quality of, uh, of the ocean by just one drop. So I know there must be many, many, many people out there that are thinking in a similar way that are thinking that, you know, I don't actually want to buy two, three, four, five, six properties until I've started to pay my first one, my second one, my third one off. So I just wanted to talk about that a little bit um, today and actually why that's mathematically, simply from an arithmetic perspective, not the best idea. Okay, so look, I get it. You want to pay the first property off from a sleep at night factor perspective because you have debt, right? But the art and science of property investing means that the more properties you can hold, the more properties that you can control, the better you will, the better off you will be in the short and long term. Okay, let me qualify that. Let me explain that. Now, if we are able to control or hold one property and that doubles in, let's say, 10 years time, which, by the way, almost never happens, you need to be very... Um, scientific about how you're buying property for it to actually double in 10 years time you know um, let's say though you are buying one property and it doubles in 10 years time and then that's a good outcome would you rather one property have doubled in 10 years time or would you have rather five properties in your control that have doubled in 10 years time or let's say 13 years time or even 15 years time the simple mathematics is that the more properties you control, the more properties you hold, the more your net wealth is going to be in the future. And also, 
then in that future, you can use your property portfolio of let's say six properties or eight properties, you can sell half of them and use the money from those half, that's actually doubled, remember, those half, half of your properties have doubled, use the money to pay off all the debt of the half, three or four properties that you didn't sell. And so therefore, in 10 or 15 years time, you have three or four properties that have completely no debt on them and that are, that are worth you know, millions of dollars from a net perspective and are giving you a six-figure passive income. Okay, that can't be achieved if you go down the route of only buying one property and using your own hard-earned money every single year to try pay it off, okay? In that scenario, let's say you have a property worth $500,000 and let's say it does do really well and it, it does increase at a, at a fair clip every year. But if you're using your own money to pay it off, principal and interest, then you know, you might get it paid off in five years, you might get it paid off in 10 years, or you may need to wait 15 years for it to get paid off. And so, great, in 15 years time, the property's doubled, great story, you've paid it off, you know, great outcome using your own hard-earned money, but now you only have one property that's unencumbered by debt, and you've had to use your own hard-earned savings to pay it off, right? So compare that, juxtapose that, versus a scenario where you didn't pay it off, right, you only paid interest only, or very slight principal and interest, and instead you use your own hard-earned money to develop deposits for future properties, and also used previous properties to extract equity to buy more and more investment properties, and in five or six or seven years time, managed to accumulate six or eight properties, and then you wait 10 or 15 years, and then at the end of the, the string there, you've paid, you've sold half of them and used the proceeds to pay off the other half. And in that scenario, in 15 years time or thereabouts, you have three or four properties completely unencumbered by debt, paying you a six-figure passive income, and you have a multiple seven-figure net wealth. Now, of course, this is just very high-level arithmetic. It can't work for everyone. Everyone's an individual, so you can't take this as personal advice. But I'm just using it to illustrate the fact that paying down your first investment property or in fact your own home is not the best idea when it comes to accelerating a property portfolio and getting to your net wealth and net passive income figure sooner and closer, okay? I know it seems counterintuitive. We've all been brought up, especially in some cultures, to say we should buy a property, pay it off or at least pay half of it off and then once we've done that, then we can think about the next risk and the next risk and the next risk, okay? But the correct mindset is if you are educated, if you know what you're doing, if you have confidence in what you're doing, and confidence comes from education, right? If you're confident in what you're doing, then you should be buying properties one after another that are positive cash flow, right? That don't actually cost you anything to hold. Therefore, from a household budget perspective, you can actually buy more and more and more, and it's actually no risk. Okay, so, you know, there's, there's nothing that's no risk in this world, but it's very minimal risk. Okay, so positive cash flow properties. And so what's, what need is there to pay it off? You know, if you have one investment property, what need is there to actually pay it off with your own hard-earned money if it's cash flow positive? And if it's also giving capital growth, 
then you can use that that growth to buy another property to buy another property to buy another property all of these properties by the way must be cash flow positive right the the income the rent must be more than all the expenses and in that way you can accumulate a portfolio i hope that's making sense and i'm talking a lot of numbers and a lot of concepts but this is just the fundamental basics and principles of property investing i know many of you will already know this but the example that i'm using is that client or that potential client who very selfishly unfortunately didn't end up signing up with me the reason he didn't do that was that he w didn't want to buy the second property until the first property was at least half paid off but that's completely unnecessary right if it's a cash flow positive property you don't need to pay that property off before you go to the second third fourth and fifth right the more you protect your hard-earned money and not pay off your property, the more you can allocate it to future deposits, right? And the more you can allocate your hard-earned savings to future deposits, the more assets or the more properties you can control or hold. And remember, it's not affecting your lifestyle because they're all positive cash flow property. And so the more you can do that, the more capital growth you're exposing yourself to. Right, 7% capital growth on one property is great, but 7% capital growth on five properties is even better. And remember, none of these are costing you anything to hold. Right, this is not some marketing tactic or, or some marketing technique or salesmanship. This is arithmetic of, on how advanced property investment works. And so therefore, if you're able to hold five, six, seven properties for the long term that give you short term growth and long term growth, then you can actually develop that portfolio and you can get very, very comfortably over time a six-figure passive income. Now, not everyone can get that. Of course, you need the right income from your, from your job or your business to be able to service properties. But I'm trying to demonstrate the principle here so that hopefully, if mo this is very cheeky of me, but hopefully when more people are, are thinking of signing up to my course, they don't say no because of this reason that I'm risk averse and I want to pay my investment property off before buying the second property, right? That's, that's just not smart investing. Okay, if you, all you want is one property and you're happy with that and you're a sort of content sort of person, you know, that's fine then. But if you really want a passive income for yourself and your family, then you really do need more than one property, right? And, and you need to accumulate a property portfolio as soon as possible. And before you guys leave, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for, you know, all of your love, really. You know, on Spotify, I'm getting so many reviews, on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I'm getting so much feedback. Please leave a review like this one from Sambo1996, and he's saying, highly recommend anyone wanting to take property investing seriously and secure a financially comfortable future to listen to all of PK's content. He drops knowledge bombs after knowledge bombs and easily explains often complex information. So, you know, these reviews mean the world to me. They inspire me. They enthuse me to carry on and just bring you authentic, real stuff. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.